Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KermitTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for the week of October 23rd through the 29th of 2022. So deep breath, y'all. This is going to be a long one. This is an intense, transformative week and there's a lot packed in. This is your consciousness and your soul being activated this week. Very, very deep. Starting out on the 23rd, which is Sunday. Sunday's a big day. Tuesday and then Friday and Saturday. Big days. So we kick it off Sunday with Venus entering Scorpio until November 16th. As you move through the relationship work in Libra, many new layers of life and how connected to it all you really are are revealed when she enters Scorpio. As new or sometimes old issues are exposed and brought into the light, you begin to realize that the love and abundance you've managed to attract or create is a direct reflection of your own personal values and self-worth. As Venus moves into Scorpio, it activates soul-level work and illuminates how invisible energy is affecting your life and relationships. Ideas and beliefs that have become unconscious, hidden, or buried come into your conscious awareness at this time, rooting out any self-deceptions and or bad habits which no longer support who you've become over the last two to eight years. It's time to identify and release any self-sabotage, illusions, delusions, or inner darkness that is delaying your good or misguiding your power. It's time to distill your motivations back to their original essence and intentions. Define your own terms. What is love, abundance, beauty, life? What do you want and why do you want it? How will you create it or magnetize it in? Scorpio is the energy and lesson of karma and creation, holding us all accountable for that which we bring into being and reminding us that willing and honorable sacrifice clears a space for magic to occur and invites the ancestors and invisible realms to contribute and assist. Venus and Scorpio reminds you that you are not the source of power, but merely a channel or vehicle of its expression in form. As a human with free will and choice, it helps to also be responsible and aware anytime Scorpio is kicking. Releasing deeper issues, clearing a space to plant the new or plant the new seeds of potential, doing the 3D visible work, then stepping back and allowing the invisible power of source energy to breathe life into your intentions. It is the best use of this time and energy. It can be intense and often challenging, but if you're able to push through the discomfort and face any dark truths being revealed at this time, you will be cleansed, lighter, and better able to direct your power and shapeshift as needed for living on a planet that is based on the life-death-life cycle and a natural rhythm. Okay, deep breath. When we don't let things die, it's a problem. If we don't let things live, it's a problem. There is a cycle to all of it. So I've included my light and shadow lists, which are always fun to refer to. When Venus is in Scorpio, the light expression is all about the ability to operate from soul level values and priorities, innate trust of your instincts and psychic knowing, valuing and pursuing your soul's mission, being powerful and magnetic in social situations, your personal power, self-discipline and self-mastery are up for renewal according to your values. Mastering your authentic power to create your reality, very important. Ability to acknowledge and honor your shadow nature on a regular basis. Knowing your own power and how to use it. Access to natural sensuality, sexuality, and magnetism. Going to the underworld and returning renewed. 
ability to dedicate and focus with intensity. So of course, a lot of this applies to those of you that live with Venus and Scorpio. But up in the sky gives us access to this periodically. And it is a good personal reset, especially since we just went through the Venus-Sun connection in Libra and reset all kinds of things with Venus. This is the midpoint in the cycle. I'm so excited for the new people that have gotten their books and are coming into the circle because reclamation is going to be so much fun. But I gave you the good. Let's look at the shadow list. This is the challenges we may face. And if we don't have them going on inside us, we may see them reflected in the culture and out in the world. So excessive need to control in relationships. This is the shadow of Venus in Scorpio. Being stubborn, stingy, and hoarding resources. Rigid resistance to change and suffering in silence. Repression, self-sabotage, and living in survival mode. Okay, survival mode is only supposed to be momentary. We're not supposed to live there. Stagnation, toxicity, and disregard for the life-death-life cycle, like I was talking about earlier when we dishonor that rhythm, we clog the pipes and things don't work right. Operating covertly, misusing your personal power to manipulate others with emotional blackmail. Deep breath. Creating negative karma through abuse and oppression, because you got to remember Venus is still relationships, so some of this darkness shows up when we have it activated there. Victim consciousness and feeling powerless. Excessive need for retribution and toxic forms of justice. See a lot of that in the social collective. Poverty consciousness and feeling worthless. But you should know that the light list is the counterbalance to that. That's the antidote. So if you are seeing any of the shadow list, then go to your light list and figure out what you can activate there. Same day Sunday. Told you it was a big day. Juno goes direct in Pisces until January 13th of 2023 when it'll move into Aries. So Juno, the divine consort, rules your most important relationships and partnerships, as well as what you are deeply committed to. And retrograde, we've been redreaming how to partner and collaborate in new and different ways, personally and professionally. She will spend an extended period in Pisces, April 20th of 2022, all the way through to January 13th, okay? That's about nine months to incubate a new vision of how we can partner with nature in new ways and relate with each other on deeper, more intimate levels after being put through so much social and collective trauma over the last two years or so. This is an opportunity to heal within and with others. It is a chance to process and integrate on a whole new level. This supports deep emotional processing so that we can interact with others in healthier ways too. Pisces activates a certain idealism, hopes and dreams, in this case, around our relationships, partnerships and collaborations. So we will also have to recalibrate the boundaries along the way so that going forward, we can be more effective. The shadow that we have to deal with comes in the form of disillusionment, withdrawal, escapism into fantasy, self-deception, martyrdom, and victimization, which is what happens when these Piscean idealistic expectations are not met in our partnerships, okay? So we don't want to invest in potential. We want to actually invest in a reality that we can build on. And your frame of reference, last time Juno was in Pisces was 2018, and the next time will be 2027. But it was a rare occasion to catch it and retrograde, where it extended to nine months there. You know? Deep breath. So we're redreaming our commitments. You better believe that when she hits Aries, it comes time for you to make some choices and decisions about what's best for you. Tuesday, huge day. Scorpio, new moon, solar eclipse, number four of seven. 
This is bigger than the usual Scorpio new moon. Since it is a solar eclipse, it is tied to the larger 9 and 18 year lunar cycle. Right now, we will go through them during 21 to 23. The last time was 2012 to 2014, and before that was 2002 to 2005. So those are the years to meditate on when it comes to what you want to initiate with this lunar cycle, because it will be with you for longer than the usual six months to a year. We are completing old ways of channeling our power and using our resources for the things we value and initiating completely new ways of channeling our power. This is a conception point of great magnitude. It is really powerful for seeding your deepest soul level desires. This is an opportunity to return to the infinite void, the conception point. All seeds germinate in the darkness and set some completely new intentions. There is also additional energy available at this time from your invisible team of support, from your own angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides who walk with you now and always. This new moon opens a portal of sorts, one that allows us to align with the ultimate power of transformation, transcending the current form on individual sun-moon levels, as well as social collective levels. And because the form is being seeded at this time, you may not exactly know what the logistics, the 3D logistics are, but you can connect with the essence of what you want to create, the essence of what you want to feel, the essence of what you want your earthly experience to be. Connect to that essence. Connect to the level of authentic power that your individual system can handle at this time. Connect to that which you want to bring to life, that which you want to bring from invisible form, which is Scorpio's realm, into visible form, which is Taurus's realm, the opposite, in a way that serves you and benefits others while harming none. Then do your power wishes, Scorpio intentions, around initiating another annual cycle of transformation and manifestation. We are expanding the possibilities as we speak that enable us to combine our deepest core values with our most expanded vision for humanity, one soul at a time. Deep breath. This new moon asks us to get congruent with our inner and outer selves and renew our commitment to positive change. All of this speaks to the new realms emerging in place of all that has crumbled in recent years. Many sprouts of your hard work are breaking ground, and if not, I suspect that a clearing is in the works, so it won't be long. Hang in there. As you're setting your new moon intentions, consider how you feel about Pluto issues. Death, power, sex, money, taxes, resources, among other things. Renew your dedication to holding your own structure, owning your inner authority, and directing your personal power in new and better ways. All of that is getting an upgrade thanks to the current alignments in the sky pattern. So I would add here that it is also the time of year when we do the most readings and consulting with the ancestors because it is the time we ask for clarity on all that has gone before so that we can make the best decisions about how to go forward with their blessing. There is an underworld journey of sorts that is available and customized for each of us. It is also an annual practice to honor the ancestors, so if you've been wanting to learn more, look for Yeye Louisa Tisha's Cracking the Ancestral Code every fall, and it looks like I'll be with her. So I've added the link in here for you to register for next month's community event is on the Taurus Scorpio eclipses. So anyone with strong Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, or if you just want to deal with those houses that are ruled by those signs, come join us. It'll be Thursday, November 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern, which is 5 p.m. Pacific. And the link to register and donate is in here. 
And if you want something to do today on the 25th for the eclipse, Cinnamon Rose is offering her new moon energy sessions, which are off the chain. She channels the ancestors really clearly. She moves the energy through your body, helps us really clear out and reset. And I'm going to make every effort to be there myself, even though this is my anniversary. So I'll be doing lots of things that day on a new moon solar eclipse. But I encourage you to check out Cinnamon's Instagram page. Her new Instagram page is called It's Cinnamon Rose. And that's usually where she links her way to register. So that was Tuesday. Now, Wednesday, the 26th, Mercury trines Mars. This is a good one. This is a great alignment of your thoughts and actions. Clarity is effortless and you can follow your instincts. Be mindful of the element too. In this case, Libra Gemini is air. This is your thoughts, ideas, and concepts. But it is also the element related to the heart chakra. Deep breaths will assist with navigating this energy. Air moves energy and awakens things, clears and cleanses in its own way, and gives us a way to lighten up when it is needed most. This is a great energy which gives you the courage to think things through, and it activates your ability for strategic problem solving if and when necessary. You will have direct access to your authentic inner voice, so if you need or want an expressive outlet, you will likely find one. It's also a great energy for small gatherings for spiritual, creative, and or intellectual exchange. Enjoy it. Just keep in mind your own elemental balance as well, and how you naturally work with the air element in your life. Then the next day, Thursday, October 27th, Mercury squares Pluto. So deep breath. We finally figure out what we want, and now we got to figure out how to shift some things to make it happen. This energy is a tough yet powerful one. Its highest expression would be to focus on your inner deep dig, discovery, and development. It enables you to look beneath the surface to some core drives and gain some valuable insights, and thus choose a plan of action based on your findings. You will want to know all the hidden meanings behind decisions you've made or want to make soon. Dig. You may find more than you think you're ready for, but apparently the universe thinks differently. Pay attention and try not to worry about what anyone else thinks or believes. This energy's flip side is to make you obsess over one particular idea and try to force others to your way of thinking. That is a bottomless pit. You cannot truly change the way other people think. You can only change the way you think and hope it enlightens others along the way. And it will, for those who are tuned into your frequency and on your level of consciousness, try to only focus on you and your direction. Deep breath. Then on Friday the 28th, Jupiter's still retrograde, but now it's backed up into Pisces, where it's going to go direct on November 23rd and re-enter Aries on December 20th, right around winter solstice. Thanksgiving and solstice. Think about Jupiter. <laughs> So, like I said, it's still retrograde, and it's re-entering Pisces for the final time, completing a 12-year cycle. This is our opportunity to claim a new truth and story around our spiritual practices and beliefs. And because of the closure of a 12-year cycle, we can also use this energy to incubate a completely new vision for life. It is also immensely creative, so if your imagination is blocked, your job is to reconnect. And if you have a healthy, active imagination, then look for Jupiter to enhance any visions that come to you. This is its final chance to expand the Pisces house of your chart, thereby facilitating shifts in your Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, and Sag departments. Its retrograde back and forth over the Pisces-Aries cusp is helping us get acclimated to the new emergent story 
and this higher level of consciousness. Deep breath. So when it first started happening, I did some word association and streams of consciousness about the Pisces Aries cusp. It's the ending and new beginning. It's the womb to birth, the completion and initiation from one watery, possibly dark, completely provided for state to a very different, fiery, bright, completely new, you're on your own state of being. Sensitivity, intuition, and instincts are all valuable and subject to imbalances. The social and collective planets are all active right now, moving our individual journeys along. Jupiter is truth. Saturn is purpose. Chiron is healing. Uranus is freedom. Neptune is imagination. And Pluto is transformation. So think about this. Social justice. Social structure. That's Jupiter and Saturn. Collective healing. Collective liberation, Chiron and Uranus. Collective narrative and collective rebirth is Neptune and Pluto. Meditate on those for a minute. By being responsible, meaning able to respond, committed and awake, we can move into this new territory confident that all we need, desire and deserve is and always will be provided. If you are co-creating with these energies, then keep in mind that water and fire are creative and combustible. Engage your earth and air to balance things out. In other words, if you're all caught up in being inspired and creative, you have to do more mental integration and physical maintenance in order to remain effective. I also did a huge post on Jupiter moving through Aquarius, Pisces into Aries because it's the ending and the new beginning and I've linked it here. So for those of you that are interested, you can go check that out. It's got a couple of bullets list for each of them so you can know what Jupiter in each sign feels like. And then Saturday, the 29th, yay, the end of the Mercury retrograde zone as it enters Scorpio until November 17th. So Mercury and Scorpio is right after we've lingered in Virgo Libra. And so now we're going to go deeper and ask the deeper questions to our consciousness. Venus and Scorpio's got us thinking deeper about our relationships and connections with others. This is the time of year, y'all, where we retreat to the soul and ask for its input as we go forward. So Mercury and Scorpio is asking, what have you learned about your own personal power to create your own world? What do you think about your sex life at this time? How are you making yourself more valuable to the team so that you can establish more financial stability of your own? What mental attitude has run its course and needs to die so that a new mental attitude can live and thrive in real time? These are things to meditate on. Other things to remember with Mercury and Scorpio is that it's a conception point in some way, shape or form. You're conceiving a new way of thinking, perceiving and processing what you're learning as you navigate the year. Shadow work of any kind is deeply supported and particularly fruitful under this influence. It's time to activate your inner detective and choose to investigate with no judgment on what you discover. You are merely gathering information on your own mind, mental body, mentality, how you think, express yourself, and process the world around you. Those are all Mercury's domain. But in Scorpio, we turn into the inner detective, go on looking for things that are undermining our choices. It's time to communicate on a soul level and connect with your deepest emotions, face your fears, research taboos, dig out secrets that are growing toxic, and renew your connection to your own soul. Deep breath. Here, we sometimes access our own unique raw truth, which is more or less challenging depending on your individual nature. But remember, you are not only uncovering dark negative ideas, thoughts, and concepts, 
But once certain things are brought into the light of conscious awareness, they can be transformed or transmuted so that the energy is liberated and freed up to be useful elsewhere. So too will you find your own buried treasure, hidden potential, and untapped resources that you have yet to consider. Deep breath. Anytime in the Scorpio realms, we have to acknowledge our own shadow. I suggest giving it something to do so that it doesn't undermine your evolution in toxic, repetitive patterns. This is a good time to reclaim the power of your mind. What are you allowing to influence your thoughts and ideas? It's time to reset to your original blueprint and start fresh in some way. Remember the creative and destructive power of language. It is time to renew your language or learn a new language altogether. Deep breath. That transformation in Mercury and Scorpio, with Mercury and Scorpio, is so powerful. So, like I said, a pretty transformative week. Lots of new beginnings, lots of seed points going on. And while this is a solar eclipse, I don't believe we can see in America. The upcoming lunar eclipse, I believe, is visible throughout the U.S., just probably a little bit longer in different areas. So I'm very excited, and I will be doing something special on that full moon eclipse night. So stay tuned for that, too. It's the night before our call, so I'll be able to share my magic. That'll be great. Oh, I'm so excited. And the other thing I'm excited about is a huge upcoming event that goes on for nine days, kicking off October 31st through November 8th. The Council for Global Ancestral Reverence is hosting this nine-day elevation event. It's a very special now annual event called Ancestral Souls Rising when we honor the ancestors from all over the world, along with prayers, rituals, and ceremonies rooted in the African Yoruba tradition. We want to honor and elevate our DNA, affinity, and the long line of ancestors at this time. Priests and priestesses from around the world are going to share their altars and practices with us, and it's always deep, rich, fortifying, and transformative. We will all pray together each day for nine days starting on October 31st when we will have the opening prayer event live streaming on YouTube and the YouTube channel is linked in the blog. Then they will illuminate the nine layers of the soul, which also has a little overview linked in the blog, with a different pre-recorded video posted to their channel daily at 12 noon Eastern, which is 9 a.m. Pacific. And if I remember correctly, last year they were like available for 24 hours or you had to be on the list or something like that. So when you register, you'll get all the details on how to access everything. But those daily 12 noon posts will start on November 1st. And then, like I said, posting a different layer of the soul every day through November 8th. I do believe registration is required in order to see these videos But it's so worth the $21 donation, which I've also linked because they share so much timely wisdom. Deep truths are revealed and transformation is inevitable. You don't want to miss it, especially if you are into honoring the ancestors or if you're just waking up and learning that that's even a possibility. I have a lot of new people that are realizing their dreams are informative and their connections to their ancestors are real and important parts of their lives. So join us if you feel so called. I'm over the moon, of course. This is my favorite time of year. And there's there's so many special alignments for us to tune into that promise a new day, a new beginning. If we can do our closure and wrap things up in a nice little bow as best we can. So that's it. Reach out if you need to. I hope you have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.